It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com for another wonderful episode. Great to have you with us. Thanks for tuning in or signing in or logging in or, you know, whatever it is, however you get this information, that's what's key. We're here to educate, empower, uh, enhance our understanding of health and lifestyle, better living to its ultimate capacity. And it's another great day here, a little chilly, but excited for some upcoming events and traveling, some conventions going over to Texas, Uh, a lot of good stuff going on uh, in the cannabis space. You know, when you're talking about this, so much has occurred. I just saw an article that said about 40 states in the United States will have some sort of legal cannabis laws or cannabis rights on the docket. So when are we going to have this go federal that's going to be the question but you know what else is picking up the cannabis movement is taking a long time and we're seeing the last several years some exponential growth some exponential changes but this is just one part i've always said that cannabis is a gateway herb a gateway for us to appreciate and respect and understand so much that the plant kingdom and nature has to offer us and so with that being said there are several other areas um and other plants and other compounds being studied now and, and hitting the mainstream. Just read an article about um, MDMA being used in clinical research and doing studies for treatment. Uh, we know that psilocybin from mushrooms, uh, John Hopkins is doing studies for depression, anxiety, uh, treatment with cancer patients, uh, terminal patients. There's a lot of different uniqueness that what was so taboo and so uh, off the charts, not untouchable, in, you know, especially in our country, you know, now it's becoming more accepted, perhaps. Maybe we're starting to learn more about it. And that's really why I'm excited to have our guest today, Farzan Tusi, is uh, direct, uh, put together this amazing documentary um, about ayahuasca. So Farzan, thanks for joining us today. Another great plant with wonderful potential. Thanks for coming on the show and, and sharing some information about this work you put together. No, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Well, we see that this is a topic, and, and I will outwardly say, you know, I've said this before, I'm a fan, not necessarily a fan, but I respect the plant tobacco, but I'm not a fan of the tobacco industry and what we've done to this plant. Um, same thing with cannabis. I love this plant. I believe it's got tremendous potential, but I'm a, I have concerns about how the industry is treating the plant and how we're going to be manipulating it and adulterating it and so forth. And we've already seen, you know, lots of, you know, popular magazines and articles and and media talking about ayahuasca. And while there's definitely great potential or or traditional utilization of it, cultural, historical applications, we do see some people starting to potentially abuse it or misunderstand it. And and so give us some understanding, is is this what drove you to do this? Or give us some background on this um, amazing documentary you're putting together coming out uh, very soon in March about this Amazonian plant. Well, um, I agree with you. I think that with any um, psychedelic, any plant medicine, that the intention going into it is very important. 
And I think the, the, the part of the reason we did this documentary is that we felt that ayahuasca is something that can that is very transformational and that um, it can help people with healing on many levels. For me personally, um, it's, it's helped me a lot over the past three years since I started using it. And one of one area of which was I was uh, uh, after the first time I did it, I, I stopped drinking hard alcohol. And that was a big deal for me. Um, and it was not an intention. It just happened. It just uh, seemingly um, the taste that I had for alcohol just disappeared. And from then on, there, there's been other areas that it's helped me. And, and, and part of the part of that was, OK, well, if this is helping me, how do we get the message out to people and um, that that may need some help as well in, in coping with how life is going? And I think that um, ayahuasca has a huge tradition around it. And I think that um, it's being abused a little bit, I think, for tourism's sake in Peru. Um, and, and, you know, they said at any given point, there's 700 ayahuasca ceremonies taking place in Los Angeles. That's a staggering right. number. I mean, if you really think about it, I, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. thought about that. And we've talked about that, the celebrities that are jumping on this and having their experiences. And I've always been, you know, my background is in anthropology, traditional cultures, foods and medicines. So I have a much deeper, I think, perhaps respect for how this has been used spiritually or traditionally. And, and yes, people still can benefit this in a modern age therapeutically. But Again, we're dancing on this tightrope of what's where, where you're pushing the limits or where you're not really respecting the plan. And, and when you say 700 going on in California or in L.A., that, that's that's staggering. It, it really is. And and the question is, are all those people giving, you know, giving out the medicine qualified to be facilitating? And right. uh, and and I think, you know, we make a point of it in the documentary that you just don't go and take this with just anybody. You have to really ultimately do it in a, in a proper setting with the right intentions and 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 uh and with the right with the with, with the hope of healing and, and respect the medicine and we felt that a lot of the documentaries that that had been made up to this point hadn't really touched on the spirituality of it or the culture or the history so we tried to put a good mix of the science history culture um um, behind this medicine and specifically with with a, a shaman that comes from a tradition of uh, of, of yahe the, the colombia version of it right no and that's important as i said you know when i started doing some research and i've been offered the opportunity to have to do a ceremony several times and i i look forward to i have not yet personally experienced it but i wanted to be in the right place the right state of mind i want to have the right intention i want to be ready for the journey um not just do it for the sake of being popular and trendy and i think that some people look at me like crazy like why did you wait i'm like well because i didn't feel my intention or my intuition was i don't feel i'm ready and i'm not in that right place and that's okay to to pause on that but when i was doing my research it was like okay maybe there's one shaman to a handful of people you know, maybe that many that were going through this experience together. So the shaman was overseeing them almost like how many nurses do you have in the ICU? If you have one and you have 50 patients, you know, is that nurse going to really be able to do the right job or take care of those people? 
or is it more of a regular or a reasonable balance? And I've been hearing stories of like one shaman to like 50 to 100 people at the same time doing ceremonies. And I'm like, this can't be good. This is not what was intended energetically or anywhere or anything. Yeah, I think, look, I, I think that, um, you know, the debate would be for me, it's like, okay, well, the, those hundred people need the healing, right? right. <laughs> so it's the question is, how does that shaman hold space? And right. who does he have uh, helping with helping him? Um, so, um, and that's the thing. I think for me, um, ayahuasca seems like it's not scalable for the amount of suffering that, that people are <laughs> enduring, right? <laughs> so so it's, it's really, that, that's an issue. How do you make this accessible to everybody? Right. Um, because everybody kind of needs it. Um, you know, everybody carries traumas, whether they, they want to admit it or not. Uh, depends how, you know, on what, the, there's a spectrum of trauma, right? Some people have really dark traumas and some others have just traumas from childhood. So for me, uh, I'm just going to tout Taito Juanito, who's in the documentary a little bit. One of the last times I took it with him, um, he literally woke me up in the middle of the night and I had lost a little bit of faith in medicine. He woke me up in the middle of the night and he said, look, uh, he goes, Farsan, he, 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 you know, I've got the solution for you. And lo and behold, he did. He had received a message from the spirit world. And again, three years ago, if, if you had said, hey, Farzan, you're going to be going on a podcast talking about spirits, talking to a dude who's giving you this Amazonic uh, <laughs> um, plant medicine that, you know, I would be like, you're, you're nuts, right? I just wasn't that guy. And I believe him. He, he, he literally said, hey, I got a message. The, the medicine told me you need another cup. And that, that's, a, that's a night that I had a very profound breakthrough. And I just don't know whether um, a regular guy in Los Angeles named, you know, Steve is going <laughs> to be getting that message from, from the spirit world. I just don't know. That makes a lot of sense. And again, I really appreciate you sharing that and, and your experience. And I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, 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 my eyes have been opened in so many ways over my lifetime where back in the day when I was younger, I never thought I'd even be talking about these things either. And now it's something that's, you know, really I'm passionate about. I appreciate that insight. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more uh, talk about ayahuasca, this documentary, and our guest Farzan. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Dazed and Infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. 
Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp presents only on Cannabis Radio. Sweet Sativa! Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again, and I hope you stayed in because this is a topic that we have to talk about in so many ways. It's, it's not just ayahuasca, but it's, again, abuse of the herbs. It's the traditional understanding of it, the spiritual respect to it. There's so much that... You know, again, the people that used to be turned off to cannabis and have all these misinterpretations about it or misunderstandings about it, people are now waking up to it. Uh, again, mushrooms, psilocybin, you know, the psychedelic revolution is upon us, um, which is wonderful, but there has to be some sort of responsibility to it or some understanding to it. And I think, again, that's part of where, um, you know, this, this documentary, The Medicine, uh, I think should f- fall in. I see something about it, Spirit Film Festival 2019. What was, that was where you guys... Uh, first exhibited or showed it or um, no we we we've been at a couple uh, we've been at a few f- festivals uh the spirit film festival they've been big fans and they've, they've been big supporters from the get-go um it's in israel um we've had a lot of uh, screenings in israel believe it or not and the film has has been doing really well and uh, crazy you know for me to say but i just feel like uh, uh it's a it's interesting you know how a pocket of population can take on to something like this. Um, and um, we've had, I think, uh, five screenings that, that have pretty much sold out and uh, over there. And people are really giving us good feedback. And, you know, somebody even reached out and said, look, Taita is a bit of a celebrity here. <laughs> you know, so you just never know. Uh, you just never know uh, um, who takes a liking to, to, to something like to this nature. And, 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 as much as everybody needs the medicine, I think the Middle East may need a little, little bit of it uh, um, currently. Or, so I think it hopefully benefits some people there. Yeah, I mean, you, you've said it yourself. Is The question is, is it sustainable in the sense of can we get enough of this medicine out to the the masses that need it but you know that this is something where just not being part of the club is not enough and but i also think you know as a naturopathic doctor as a healer i, I keep going back to that there are lots of ways for this society that our culture our world to heal and i think that 
the plant medicines, whether people choose to try this medicine and go down this road or try other routes uh, or other plant-based medicines or natural therapies, alternatives. We know that, and thanks a lot to even the endocannabinoid system, that there is a lot uh, in our body, there's a lot to our makeup that we don't fully understand yet, that science truly really hasn't gotten. And when you say someone got a message from the spirits, you know, conventional science may want to debunk that, but the reality is, is that's not the first time. This has been thousands of years. Human history have talked about this and certain, they say, you know, certain abilities to connect with the spirits and get messages. And I, I just think that people just need to be more open and awake to these opportunities. And I love that you said that Israel has taken on, for example, uh, another uh, leadership, I would say, because they've taken the lead in cannabis research that I have a feeling that, you know, they're already looking at other ways to, to open themselves up to the plant kingdom to heal their population and many others. I think it's great. So when you did this documentary, what maybe give me one or two of the key th major things that popped out or, you know, what shock things that surprised you perhaps uh, while you put this together? Well, what really surprised me and, and we make a point of a couple of these things is there, there are two things. One, one, um, how they find these two different plants to, to, to combine them to get this effect, right? And um, they they brew this these two, you know, the ayahuasca vine and this other leaf for it to have this um, um, visionary effect. And for me, it was like, well, wait a minute here. They did this thousands of years ago in the Amazon. How the heck did they combine these two plants, right? How they know to combine them? <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, they didn't have labs. You know, it's a it's is a trial and error. And when you talk to them, what's been passed on generation after generation is that the the spirit world came down and told them how to use ayahuasca, and that fascinated me because there is no rational explanation of how they can come up with this this brew on their own, in my opinion, back then. Right. And that was, then that just gives credence to, hey, maybe there is something, you know, beyond science, right? We, we, we're so, you know, we're so fascinated with explaining everything. Maybe some things have a very simpler explanation. I mean, we've always said, hey, God did this, right? God did yeah. that. As a, a, and I always felt that was a cop-out, right? <laughs> that, hey, we, we can't explain it. We, we, we assign God. And and um, and now I'm kind of believing God <laughs> more so than ever. Um, um, the other thing is, you know, I still don't understand how this is this is illegal as a, and it's a you know Schedule One drug, um, you know, and and there is you know we found through just our interviews and research that you know there's nothing addictive about ayahuasca, and um, and you know there's a myriad of health benefits. So yeah, this is where we're going to be. That, that, that. It's a big part of investigating the, the therapeutic benefits, the safety aspect. Like you said, it's non-addicting. Um, these are key aspects of it and it shouldn't be a schedule one. It's just that they fear the unknown and that which they can't control, you know? And so with that in mind, you can't, you know, Oh, we don't know what this does or how it works. So let's make it illegal. That's not right. You know, especially if there's thousands of years and cultural uses, but I wanted to share, you know, on my side, I remember when I was in a naturopathic school in Arizona, we had to go out to Western Eastern Arizona 
and spend a few nights in yurts uh, in this valley with this gentleman named Peter Bigfoot. And I used to, he is the most biblical character I've ever met in real life. He was like a six foot seven guy with size 15 feet and he lived on it off the land and he would tell stories how he just walked through the, the desert and he was kind of intuitively or someone messaging what these plants were good for and how they should be used it was amazing like, it wasn't textbook i didn't go to university for this he was at one time he was dying from dehydration and found uh, you know a pool of you know water or some kind of you know but it was some rotting car- carcass in there he goes he knew he would get sick but he also knew that there would be a plant and it was at Lowry, an antiviral plant growing in the desert. And for some reason, he knew that, that if he made a tea out of that, he would be able to cure himself. Like, there's no explanation on how he had that knowledge. But it's truth that he, and he'd done it. And, it's, and to me, that was just helped me blow my mind to this stuff of, I'm a scientist by nature, but I have to shake that paradigm and that limitation of what we must see in front of us to believe, to understand that there's things out there that just, just are. It is, you know? <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. But um, I think that people are starting to see that with ayahuasca and other herbal medicines and medical compounds. And again, we're, we're getting pushback. The conventional medical system wants to have, you know, clinical trials and three years of research and spend millions of dollars to prove this plant is safe and works. And, you know, that kind of also causes obstacles. Uh, but I think the more you educate people, the more you provide information on this plant and its traditional use, its safety, and, and of course, testimonials of people firsthand who have had breakthroughs like yourself uh, and changed their lives for the better. I think that's really the key takeaway is that people just be open to that, you know, that there are ways to feel better, to heal that you may not be comfortable with or maybe familiar with currently, but there are those opportunities to learn and expand your, your, your mind and your, and, and your health. It's really cool. 100% agree. Agree with everything you said. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I'm again. I love it. I was passionate about it, and and even though you know, some people again will will try to debunk this. When you go for a first in experience, I've had people come to me and say DMT changed their lives. Uh, I've had other people say microdosing mushrooms changed their lives, and you know all these different facets. Now I will say that. And I've said this numerous times: is the psychedelic or psychoactive. Uh, you know, people are you know. They, they kind of almost throw a negative uh, emotion or energy towards that terminology. And it doesn't have to be negative. Uh, it could be just shifting, transitioning, transforming. You know, and I think that could be looked at in a very positive way. So I, I'm really grateful that you put this together and, and came on today to share this. We're going to take one more break and come back. And we're going to give our listeners some more information on how they can get access to this documentary and learn more about this amazing plant from the Amazon. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. 
The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. All right, and we are back with our last segment, unfortunately, as I always say, when they're enjoyable and there's informative, with director of The Medicine, a documentary about the Amazonian plant medicine called Ayahuasca, and can it help heal mankind? We're here with Farzan Tusi. Thank you for joining us again and sharing this information. Farzan, I see on the website, on this link, uh, themedicinedocumentary.com. for information and you know even the ability to host you know upcoming you can go check it out even host a screening which I may actually look at into I'd love to host a screening here and and, and get this out to the people to learn more about this plant how's that going as far as um, for you guys and screenings and and what else would you like to share, share with our listeners before we have to sign off today well the screenings have been going great it, it, it's funny I'll um, I'll give you a quick example we screen in Cleveland and I was just watching the people roll in and I was like really wondering in my head I was wondering are these people going to get this you know uh, this is just so out there and um, like I was like I had a moment of, of you know just fear right of, like you know what am I doing here um, and um, with this film and they watched it. They the response was fantastic. They asked amazing questions, and, and 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 that was when I was like, okay, well, this is exactly what I set out to do. I set out to to take this film away from, if you would, the hippie culture and into mainstream, and that's really the goal. I mean, we we produced it in a way that that's that makes it accessible uh, and relatable and understandable, as opposed to you know. Um, um, something that's niche and, and a lot of documentaries portray ayahuasca as being very scary. Um, um, you know, it's usually the filmmaker goes down to Iquitos, Peru and goes, finds a shaman and it's about his journey. We try to make this more of an in, informative, um, you know, 80, 85 minutes of, of just pure information and, and, and entertainment. You know, we try to, to make it as slick as possible. And, and um, so, 
so the screenings have been going great. We have one tomorrow night in Boulder, um, and we're we're uh, we're screening at the Dallas Consciousness, the psychedelic conference on Saturday, and and we have a couple coming up uh, next month, and we're going to do more as we we release it. We we got picked up uh, for distribution after uh, a few months of of kind of putting it out there, and and um, by a great company, 1091, and the, and it'll be available on Apple iTunes in March. And nice. Google Play and all your all the favorite streaming platforms, but we'll keep the screenings going. I, I I love the opportunity to talk about it in front of people. That's awesome. I think that's great that you guys got picked up. That'll be distributed on the digital platforms uh, more regularly. And um, you know, this is again, this is a great opportunity for people to learn. And you can't. I've learned already. I mean, you can't really know what kind of response the audience is going to give you. I think maybe you might have a little bit more. Uh, less fear i would say in boulder colorado than cleveland for as sure far as, you know which again <laughs> sure. you know not knocking that at all i wish i was up there as well this week and um you know again hope to catch up and do a screening and so forth in the near future but this is something that uh, again if, if this is out there you know i know you've heard about it on the news i know maybe your friends even talked about going and having a ceremony or wanting to go do one definitely check out this documentary um Learn more about these, this plant medicine. Learn about more about the historic, traditional uses of it. Have that kind of cultural sensitivity when you take on this journey yourself. I think you'll appreciate that. You'll have a better experience. And overall, it'll protect this plant's uh, longevity as part of our, our, our therapeutic options going forward. I think that's really key is that, you know, it's, it's, it's again, just like I said, we can, you can abuse nature or you can use it therapeutically, responsibly, respectfully. And I think that's really key here. Um, and again, I appreciate you sharing about this and, and, and the time putting together this documentary for sure. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Well, again, for all those listening out there, check it out. Um, themedicinedocumentary.com. We'll be posting links when we post a show, uh, as well as some other information. Um, we're doing some work here on in psychedelics, uh, potentially in Florida and you know in other parts of the country. More and more cities are getting their their decriminalization and opening this up. But again, if you have questions, talk to professionals, do your research, just don't jump into any opportunity that you know you may have a bad experience and that's going to put a sour taste in your mouth and maybe affect the way we look at this legalization or decriminalization and it may affect the you know everyone else's health because you just didn't take the time. I, I'd say that with respect to everyone out there and I hope that everyone today uh, learned a little bit and you know, again, another wonderful day to learn about health and happiness. Uh, our goal, again, is to have today be better than yesterday and to be, tomorrow be better than today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, uh, listening. Thank you, everyone at Cannabis Radio, for your support. This is Doc Rob. Thank you, my guests, of course, Farzan, for joining us and wishing everyone all the best in health and happiness. Be well and take care. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.